What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of NFL Turf Talk. I am here with my faithful co-host, Scotty. You can find him on Twitter, at Scotty Drowned. And of course, you can find me on Twitter as well, at DylanJD98. And we are streaming to you guys live today through DSM Media's Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook account. So if you're new to the channel, head on over to at DSM underscore media on Twitter. You can find our link tree in our bio to take you to every social media platform available. We are on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. We're also on Spotify and Apple podcast as well. So check us out wherever you uh, consume your content or your podcast. We are literally everywhere and welcome to NFL Championship Sunday, Scotty. It, it feels like the season was just beginning. It feels like we were doing our um, divisional divisional uh, outlooks this year, predicting who would win each division not too long ago. And here we are. We're about to find out who's headed to the Super Bowl this season. So a lot to talk about today. Uh, some breaking news from yesterday. That's not so much guaranteed news anymore. We don't know <laughs> what the truth is. Uh, a big Ben retired. So a lot to discuss today with that generation of quarterbacks, uh, with the new generation of quarterbacks being on display today in Mahomes and Barrow. Um, but, but first and foremost, what's going on, my man? Hey, you know it. You know it. It's championship Sunday. You know, obviously the birds aren't playing this weekend, which is uh, always a little disheartening each year. But nonetheless, I'm so excited for NFL football. This is the best of the best. Um, this is what we... This is what we look forward to each year. Right. Obviously, you know, we root for our teams, but it's not always your team that makes it. And, um, you know, these are the best of the best. This is going to be some of the best football that we've seen. Don't know if it can match last weekend, but, um, you know, as far as talent levels and looking at skill sets, teams, players, like superstars on each team, this has the making that it could be as big as last weekend. Um, we just got to hope that um, you know, especially me, I got to hope that these underdogs show up today and come out to play uh, like I'm expecting them to. And we should have a very entertaining afternoon ahead of us. Yeah, man, it's going to be an interesting, sh interesting show simply because you and I, I think, are on opposite ends of, of both games today. So we are never like that. What's up? <laughs> we're never on the opposite. No, ends no. Like we're usually on the Actually, same last Sunday we were. We were again. Yeah. <clears throat> and your boy went. Oh no! I went one on one because the Bills blew it. Yeah, the Bills blew, blew it. it. I, I remember. You know, I I only said that because I was watching with George Ryder, and I was like, "Damn, bro! I went two and zero, literally with thirteen seconds left in the divisional round, and um, and we know how that ends." So it's I so funny because my my girl said the same thing to me. She's like, "Oh, you suck at taking games." <laughs> yeah, I was just like, "All right, I went five hundred. Yeah, like, Scotty Scotty flexed with in overtime. <laughs> Scotty was like, "There we go." But I need yeah, it, it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, you know, where we stand for both of these games, kind of our mindset on both. Um, I know the later game is is intriguing because you are I, th I think you are on the side of where I think a lot of people are on this game. And I love Weirdly enough. I love everyone just sticking with the streak, stick oh, it's a bad matchup. I freaking love it. So we'll get into that later. But first, do you want to start with the quarterback news or do you want to get right in? to Chiefs Bengals uh, we can we can definitely talk about Tom Brady a little bit um you know obviously yesterday getting that news that Tom Brady you know retired we got that from Adam Schefter which you know I think we, we talked about it a little bit before we came on the air here but if that's untrue like if it comes out and Brady didn't retire like what credibility does Adam Schefter hold at that point right like 
that's our most trusted. I don't know about you. You know, that's my most trusted NFL reporter. Like if it if it comes from Adam Schefter, I'm trusting it 120%. And a mishap like that yesterday, and even even, you know, regardless if Brady retires or not, the fact that they didn't allow him to announce it himself like which would obviously be the reason that he tells everybody right now that he hasn't made that decision and then goes and does it. Like give that man his own time to release that type of personal information about like a guy with such an illustrious career, right? Like I, you know, I just don't get that. Like the, the media just tries to hop on things so quickly and it ultimately like ruins these moments. Like, you know how much better it is to hear it come from Tom Brady than Adam Schefter anyways. Like, I don't know. I, well, how do you well, feel Big about ben that? Got a video. I, I don't like it. Big Ben got an entire tribute video uh, right. released right. When, when his time was up. Now, listen, do I think that Tom Brady's not retired? No. I think Tom Brady's done, I think, where there's smoke, there's fire, and that report yeah. wouldn't have been put out if not true. But to your point, like, let's say, hypothetically, it's not true. Let's say, Tom, let, hell, Tom could just be feeling spiteful right now. Tom yeah. could just be saying, you know what? I wanted to announce it. You want to do that? <laughs> I'm going to play next season. One just more so season. Like a fool, right? <laughs> Not going to happen. But my point is, if Schefter reports that, and that's not true, Adam Schefter's career is, like, done. <laughs> like, not literally. It's like, a huge dude, miss. Dude, you falsely reported the greatest of all times retirement? Where, where where are you being trusted again? Like you turn into a meme, you turn into an absolute joke. No one's going to take you seriously anymore. Uh, but you're right. When Adam Schefter says something, it's like Woj or Shams, right? Yeah, exactly. NBA, it's exactly. like Heyman with the MLB or, you know, there there's there's a few each in each league. Yeah. And Schefter is the top dog when it comes to the NFL. Um, So trust me, I believe that Tom Brady is done. Um. But it's just weird. Like his whole family's denying it. Yeah. You know, he didn't come. I saw Edelman made the post. Like he put up a picture and said, thank you. And then I saw like him comment on it and say, you know, why can't one guy thank another guy without assuming he's retiring? Like, come on, man. Like you got a call from Tom saying, yo, dude, you didn't hear this from me. So don't be out on social media. The team doesn't even know yet. He hasn't. The Bucks haven't. Don't yeah, Jason Lightman, their uh, their GM, he has not heard from Tom Brady that no. yet. So. so it's not officially official, but I think Tom Brady is retired. And that's a weird thing to say, man. It's really weird what it ultimately comes down to. It's not the talent level. It's not the physical thing. Um, we just saw this man almost make another championship appearance today. Um, if it wasn't for a spectacular throw and catch by Stafford and Cooper Cup last weekend, yeah. he played at an MVP type of level for a majority of this regular season. He was phenomenal. He can still do it with the best of them. But there's a human aspect to sports that I that you know we talked about earlier in the week that a lot of people don't want to acknowledge. Like I remember some people were commenting, um, I forget who it was, but saying like you know football is in his blood. Like he's not, he's going to play to his fit. No, he's not like right. he, he's got kids that are growing up right now that he's missing a ton of time for right. his family's putting things on hold for him. Giselle's career is not on hold, but I'm sure she can't do some things because Tom's still playing football at 44 years old. You know yeah. what I mean? The yeah. human aspect comes into it. And when these kids are, you know, probably entering what middle, I don't know how old his kids are, but they're probably close to high school at this point. Right. Yeah. So now you got to think about that and where, where they're going to go to high school and where you're going to, where you're going to live. So 
I, I think that caught up to him. It's not just a decision for him anymore. Um, it's a decision that his whole family has to make at this point in his career. And I think another thing is, don't get me wrong, would we have loved to see like the storybook ending of Tom Brady winning a Super Bowl, still playing at, at peak performance, and then and then bouncing? Yeah, it didn't happen that way. But I much would rather Tom go out like this on his own terms, still playing like a GOAT, than what I saw my favorite quarterback of all time look like in Denver that final season when he won a Super Bowl. When I'm talking about Peyton Manning, like get yeah. out, like Big Ben. We just saw what happened with Big Ben, right? Get out before that that memory you have in people's minds doesn't go away, but yeah. it starts to fade. Everyone's always going to know Tom Brady as the goat. But yeah. if he went out like Ben, like Big Ben did, or like Peyton did that year in Denver, people's picture of him is going to be a little tainted because they're going to remember the recency of what he looked like in his, in his final season. Yeah. And, you know, even, even just looking, you know, I, I think everything you said hits right on the mark. Like I, I agree. He, one, he deserves to get to spend some time with his kids. Like, you know, us as selfish football fans, like I get it. He deserves to spend some time. He's already missed precious years. You talk about the wear and tear on your body. Like, that's a whole other Oh, he's story. going on 50 years old. And he's he's one of, you know, obviously he's like the LeBron of the NFL who just takes care of his body on another level. But, like, still, it getting hit in the head, like, does affect your the rest of your life. And I just remember him in, the, in, the, in that Rams, that previous game last weekend, and his mouth was bloody. He's getting knocked around by Aaron Donald, like, of all people. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. – He's gotten to this stage in his life. Like, what if he comes back next year and has, like, a, a broken leg or something? Like, that's so much harder to recover from at his age. And I think that was part of it. Like, he saw what happens if he doesn't have all the talent in the world around him as well. And he's at this stage in his career where maybe he just doesn't want to take those hits anymore. And and I get that. Like, I think that's perfect. about the fact valid. that, obviously, he, it's not going to happen because of – when he had kids and how old his children are, but he's at the age where he could technically be a grandfather. Yeah. You know, yeah. If, if timelines got like, he's that old. I don't think people, you know, realize that. Yeah. He could be a pop-up. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, literally, literally. Like, could you imagine he's got a two-year-old grandson and he's still slinging it in the Super and Bowl? Like you, like, and like you said, like getting his kids into like, if they are in those high school, you know, puberty years, you, right. you, you know, He's going to want to see them if they're in sports, whatever they're right. doing. He's going to want to be a part of that. He's going to coach be whatever he wants to do. Exactly. So he, and, and that's the other side of it. Like, let's be honest. Tom Brady has the personality, the or the aura. Like, he has the characteristics to be very successful even after football if he wanted to do something associated with football. He already has his own podcast. Like, he can be successful in so many other avenues. It's just, it's honestly not worth it. What else does he have to prove? Like, right. really, like even after last season, he didn't really have anything to prove this season. This would have yeah. just been another notch, you know, up of impossibleness to match. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. You know, looking back, it, it did cause me to look. Obviously, Big Ben's already retired. Tom Brady's looking like he's going to retire. We don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to retire, but you never know. Right. Like it. And you think about these three quarterbacks and maybe this is something we'll talk about later on, maybe in the offseason even. But. Just thinking about what we grew up watching, like these three quarterbacks. We we saw Drew Brees a few years ago. You right. mentioned Peyton Manning a few years before Eli, that. Philip Rivers. Yep. These quarterbacks are gone, man. And and this is kind of the last – it's kind of that last bit of that He era. was it. He yeah, was it. it. 
And, you know, looking at these quarterbacks, I'm not going to get too far into the numbers. All three of these quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, Big Ben, and Tom Brady, are all top 10 in passing yards and touchdowns in NFL history. And that is just insane to me. All Hall of Famers. And that is something I just wanted to bring up, give them all kudos, because that is just insane to see three quarterbacks, one, come into the league around, you know, the same time, the same era. And now they're all, you know, at that point where they're considering leaving. And it's it's been amazing to watch them. I, I don't think I appreciated it as much as I should have. I, I would like to think that Tom Tom got done, in, you know, Sunday, a little before kickoff for the Chiefs-Bills game, took a shower, you know, got home and caught. He, he watched. He saw the ending of the Bills and Chiefs game. Yeah. I would like to think that he saw that quarterback performance and was like, I can leave now. Like, yeah. like I can rest now. The league's in good hands. Yeah. I don't need to be doing this anymore. I don't need to be the face of the league and carry this company anymore. We're good. Yeah. That's a good but way to You know it. what they did, Scotty? They won a Super Bowl last year, and they ran it back. They ran it back yeah. with a shitload of talent. Which makes sense. And let's be quite honest. I'm not saying they're the favorites, but if Chris Godwin doesn't get hurt, if that defense isn't a little nicked up, if AB doesn't do jumping jacks and strip on the field, they're probably playing today, yeah. considering they lost by a last-second field goal, missing all of those pieces. Yeah. Tristan Wirfs, out. Like, they ran it back, and rightfully so. They'd probably be looking at another Super Bowl appearance if everything went as planned. It didn't go as planned. He sees all these dudes getting hurt. Like you said, he's bleeding from his mouth. Why? I'm, I don't need. I don't need to do this anymore. We gave it another shot. It didn't work out. I'm going home. Yeah, I and I'll tell you what. Gronk's next because Gronk yeah. ain't coming back. What's the point of that? You know what right. I mean? Like for him, he already he already retired. So I'll tell you. I'll tell you. It's very interesting though. That is why. This is the prime example of buying a soup. Buying a ring is scary. Don't get me wrong. What is the ultimate goal? To get a ring, right? Yeah. And that's all we want, right? And we were, we were, you know, lucky enough to get one a couple years ago. But when you look at Tampa's situation coming into this year, now let's fast forward one season, Scotty. They got a ring when Tom came here. Let's say Tom's actually done. Gronk's done. Godwin's most likely leaving. Fournette's most likely leaving. AB's gone. You have Mike Evans. You're 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 back to where you started. Yeah, and it's hard like to get Tampa guys. Bay. Tampa Bay, unless they go and find a quick fix, unless they acquire Rodgers or Ross. I was just or, thinking it. Like, what are the odds? Right, but that's my point. So they bought. They got that ring. Congratulations. Awesome. Now what? A lot of turnover, man. It's going to be hard to you know. That's speaking even from a cap situation. Oh, they're they're the out of Super Bowl contention. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what their their cap situation is, but how do you get those guys to buy in and want to come back and play with who at quarterback? Like, who? Right, exactly. Like, let's say Godwin comes back. Who can't? Who's the, who's the quarterback? Right. You're looking at another Jameis right. situation. It's right? just interesting. They're they could bring Jameis back right? that quickly. It's pretty crazy. It is. It is. But hey. Works out for us. We're in the NFC, so yeah. we, we like this. Rodgers can go over to the AFC, too. Somebody posed a question. It might have been Vince Quinn on Twitter um, and said, you know, if the Eagles traded for Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers leaves the Packers to the AFC, Tom Brady retires, do the Eagles have the best quarterback and the best offensive line in the NFC? 
<laughs> I mean, it's something. I mean, it, it's something to consider, and it, it makes a ton of sense. But that's off season talk. We don't have to get into that just yet. All right, man. We I think we spent enough time uh, <laughs> digging into Tom Brady's retirement so far, and you know the quarterbacks of our, of our uh, past. But let's get into two effing phenoms, young phenoms at the quarterback position that uh, kick off in less than an hour and a half, Scotty, yeah. as the Bengals visit Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs. This game, I don't even know where to begin with this game. So much excitement, a lot of expectations, another great quarterback duel. But when like coming off of last week, my expectations are just tempered because my, what are they supposed to do? They're supposed to outdo last week. I feel you. Right? But you have the two guys – that, that could. could potentially do that. So let me get your initial thoughts on this matchup. I know where your head's at. I know where you're leaning. Don't yeah. get me wrong. As a fan, like I said to you weeks ago, once the Eagles were knocked out, I would like to see the Bengals win. I love Joe Barrow. My stance is what I told you earlier in the week. If what Josh Allen did wasn't enough, I don't see what Joe Barrow and Cincinnati could do to yeah. be enough. The Bills had the number one defense in the NBA. What the can they do? <laughs> This week, uh, which is StreamYard has lost access to your Facebook account. <laughs> Good work. Look like it did. I don't know, dude. I'll head over to Facebook in a second. And see. All right, all right. <laughs> Always something with StreamYard, man. Jeez. But yeah, man. What's your initial thoughts heading into uh heading into this game? Yeah, you know it. it it's it's interesting, and and obviously you know where I'm leaning. I, th- I think I've made it kind of well known <laughs> at this point. If you if you follow me on on Twitter and stuff, um, it's it's gonna be a hell of a game. Now I've I've seen some people picking like the Chiefs like 38. To, I've seen I saw a score of like 38 to 10. Um, I've I've seen like the Chiefs blowing them out. They're they're a seven point favorite, which. I, I think that line is very generous to, to the Chiefs. I get they had a hell of a game last week against the uh, Buffalo Bills. They had the number one uh, defense in the NFL, like you said. It's Josh Allen. But I'm looking at this Bengals team, and, you know, obviously the Chiefs are the Chiefs. They're hard to beat in the playoffs. Patrick Mahomes is, like, impossible to beat in the playoffs. But in my mind, I I got to throw all of that out just as much as I got to throw out what the Chiefs did in the regular season by beating the Chiefs, or what the Bengals did in the regular season by beating the Chiefs. Right. Um, obviously, in that game, you're looking at the Bengals. They they stopped an eight-game winning streak by the Chiefs. Burrow went over 400 passing yards. Chase went over 200 passing or receiving yards. Um, and it, it took, like, the world to beat the Chiefs that week, right? And that's what it's going to take today. It will take that. Um, but I think it's my overlying confidence in Joe Burrow and – if there is one quarterback, and I and I'll put this out there, if there's one quarterback that I think can be at the level of Mahomes or better, I'm not gonna lie to you. I think it's Joe Burrow. I told you before the show, I'm absolutely in love with this guy. Like I'm a, I'm a fanboy. You can call me a fanboy. You can call me a stan if you want to. I I want this quarterback as my quarterback over any other quarterback in the world, man. I'm not lying to you when I say that. This guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's my dude, bro. The cigars, the sunglasses, the swag. Like, this is my guy. It's not just about that, right? Like, it's not just because he's Joe Cool smoking on cigars after wins. It's because last week, when there is, when hell has risen to earth and it's all surrounding Joe Burrow, he's getting sacked nine times. What does he do? 
He just threads the needle to Jamar Chase in a clutch moment to get a game-winning field goal. It's like everybody in this team is made for that big moment. They got ice in their veins. Joe Burrow's got ice in his veins. The kicker comes out before a 52-yard game-winning field goal and says, I'm about to go knock this down. You guys ready to go to the to the AFC Championship? Joe Burrow has brought a level of confidence, uh, whether it's Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, all of these young players that they brought into this team. They brought like this level of confidence that I simply haven't seen before. And I guess I'll go ahead and explain to you why I think the Bengals will win this game since I'm already on this roll here. Um, So I'm looking at the Bengals. They've already had two turnover, two plus turnovers in each game that they played so far in the playoffs. I'm also looking at the uh, Chiefs defense. This is going to be the worst defense that the Bengals have played throughout the playoffs as well. Um, And so I'm looking at this Bengals offense that simply hasn't exploded against the Raiders, against the Titans. Titans have one of the better defenses as well. And I think today is that opportunity. I think we're going to get the best game that we've seen from Joe Burrow in the playoffs so far. And I think we're going to get it from the rest of the team as well. But really, it's the it's the defense that does it for me on, on the Bengals. I, I like their defense more than I like the Bills, honestly. And I know the Bills had the number one uh, defense in the NFL. But Whoa. the thing about the Bengals defense is that they're opportunistic um, and they take advantage of opportunities to get turnovers in the red zone. They are stout. So what what I look at their game plan, and it should be the same exact game plan that they did in uh, week 17, I think it was, when they played the Chiefs in Kansas City and beat them. Let them run the ball. Nothing over the top. Now, we talk about we talk about Jonathan Gannon's defense. This is the same type of scheme, except the Bengals have talent on defense. They have a pass rush that can get there. They have Logan Wilson in their linebacking core that can make plays. They have Jesse Bates in the in the secondary that can make plays in the, in the uh, secondary. I think this team is going to be able to turn the Chiefs over at least twice. That's going to be the key. They got to get two turnovers to win this game. And I think Joe Mixon, I think he presents a level of offense in the running game that the Bills simply don't have. Now, obviously, Josh Allen's a different animal as a run, running quarterback. I do agree with that. Um, but I, I I just I have this this overlying feeling, Dylan, that this is the Bengals year. And I'm not I'm not talking. Can you can you hear me? I, I, I see yeah, 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 yeah. you're again. a little blurry, but I got you. All right, cool. There's this overlying feeling that not only is this the Bengals season, like is this the Bengals game in the AFC championship? I have this overlying feeling that it's the Bengals season. Like they're going to win the Super Bowl. And it's it's wild to me that to see them come this far. But I look at it similar to the way I looked at the Eagles in the second season of Carson Wentz. I know he didn't play in that playoff run. Um, but sometimes teams do this and they are able to turn it around that quickly and do what they came to do. This is the ultimate test, though. This is Patrick Mahomes, and this is the Kansas City Chiefs. This is Tyreek Hill. This is Travis Kelsey. These are locked-in Hall of Famers very early in their career. And it's going to be the toughest test that the Chiefs have ever faced, or that the Bengals have ever faced. And I think they're up for it, man. But I'm, I'm ready to hear your side. So real quick, breaking news four minutes ago. The Raiders are expected to hire former Pats OC Josh McDaniels as their head coach. Interesting. I like it. I like it. I do now, like that. <laughs> I hear you. And I've I we don't get to say this a lot to each other because 95% of the time on this show, we agree. <laughs> but let me tell you why you're wrong today. You said that Joe Barrow is the one guy that can match or be better than Patrick Mahomes. I'm not disputing that. 
I love Joe Burrow. However, <laughs> there is another young quarterback who matched or outplayed Patrick Mahomes seven days ago and left him 13 seconds on the clock, and it still wasn't enough. Patrick Mahomes doesn't lose, bro. If he, You could argue that if his offensive line isn't beat to shit last year, he's back-to-back looking for a third. He doesn't the, – the playoff numbers, the regular season numbers, I forget. What's he, Scotty? I saw it the other – 82 and 15 or something. It's a, something it's a ridiculous astronomical through his young career so far. He doesn't lose. If they didn't win – if they just had beaten the Bills last week and he didn't play the way he did and they just didn't – he wasn't the Grim Reaper, I would say the Bengals have a shot. I feel that. I don't see the Chiefs losing for the rest of the season. He is – too damn good. It, Joe Barrow, I, I know he outplayed him in week 17 or 18 or whatever that game was. Joe Barrow's, I, I'm sorry, he's not thrown for 400 some yards in Arrowhead in the AFC Championship. He could do it at home in the regular season. It he ain't might, man. Today. That, that Dylan, offensive he might. Line, That's a 27 that line got beat the hell by Tennessee last week. Spagnola is bringing pressure today. They're getting home at the barrel a couple times. Gonna kill him, man. I'm telling you, big plays today. And, and the last thing, you bring up the Bengals defense again. Not disputing that they are surprising me. I don't think it's getting talked about enough. I like their defense. The Bills had the best defense in all the National Football League, and they got. Smoked. Now, should I just be putting all my eggs in last week's basket and be saying and saying, you know, because they beat the Bills the way they did, they're not going to lose today? No. My point is, <laughs> the way the Bengals have to win is exactly what I saw another team do last week to perfection, and it didn't happen. The one way they win is the last thing you said. They have to turn Mahomes over a couple times yeah. today. They have to shorten the field for Barrow. They have to get cheap points, we could call it. They have to score touchdowns and not field goals yeah. on those short fields. That's a big they point. have to find find ways to turn Mahomes over and come away with six points when they do so. That is how the Bengals have a chance. I love Joe Barrow. I love Jamar Chase. I love T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon. That team is up and coming, and that team is going to be in the AFC Championship picture until this core gets broken up. They're not doing it today, bro. It's <laughs> not, about to play the giant, not only bro. do I think not only do I think the Chiefs win, I think they cover. Like I, I hate to say it, I think they beat up on the Bengals today. <laughs> I think they do, bro. I don't see it, man. I just do not see it that way at all. I, I don't, man. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, especially, no, I don't see them covering, especially. But, I mean, we'll, we'll, he's we'll in your head, Scotty. He's I'm in your head. You, he's, the, he's a giant slayer. You, you talk about Patrick Mahomes, the Grim Reaper. Look, if, if they come out and they do, if they do what you said, then obviously, yeah, I think we're, it's, it's kind of like a, you want to know a, a reawakening, I guess you could say, with Patrick Mahomes and myself is like, okay, yeah, there's nothing that's coming that's better, right? Like, that will be where I'm at. Like, if Burrow in this defense can't handle it, like, yeah, that that will kind of be where I'm at. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes should 
probably be at that level anyways, right? He's that good. I just I feel like everything lines up for the Bengals so well here. And mm-hmm. and I I get why other people don't see it. It's it's the Chiefs, it's their history, their experience. Do you want to know why I'm not just BSing you and like breaking your balls here? Because I'm rooting for what I know you're you are. I know you are. I know, I know you're being authentic. I know you are. Yeah. Trust me. I want that to happen. So come to six o'clock tonight. If that happens, yeah, I look dumb here because I'm saying they had no chance. They're not going to win. I don't think but I'll be happy dumb. because I don't, even, it I don't even say it that way. I just feel you said a giant slayer. Yeah, th- th- this is Goliath. Okay. <laughs> And David better bring a fucking big sword. Because I just think this this Bengals team, man. There's something about them. They're they're different, and they, they find ways to win. They're explosive. Well, man, but, but to what extent? Huh? But to what ex- But to what extent is enough? Yeah, we're, we're gonna see, man. It's it's gonna uh, be and now, Listen, you could always make the case that the Chiefs shot their load last week. That happens. That's kind that of happens. what I was gonna say, that, but. It, it, that could have been the Chiefs fair. Super Bowl last week. They find a way to win that game. They score. What did they end up finishing with? Forty something, forty two or whatever. Something like right? that. Yeah. They could come out and Mahomes could could have a down day a little bit to his turn in his terms. You know, they could turn the ball over. They could play a little sloppy early on, and the Bengals find a way to win. That ha- that does happen. But I just see what I saw last week. I see. I look back to week two, three, four, five of you know, and we had to talk about it all week long. I, me and you were culprits of it as well. Just kind of thinking like, man, what is going on with Mahomes? What's going on with the Chiefs? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And just you talk about the ultimate smack in the face. Like this dude just let spit in all of our faces. Like you really thought this of me? Like I'm I'm the greatest in the game right now. Um, And, and I just think that's – I think that's how – I think that's, you know, kind of where we're at. Yeah, and, and another thing, as much I love – I love Barrow. I can't stress it enough. I think Barrow right now is top five for me. Um, but last week, now don't get me wrong. How old's Patrick Mahomes? Like 25, 26? Uh, like, yeah, he's young. So, like, it's yeah, not passing young. of the torch. It, it, I'm not trying to say that. But you just felt like Allen was trying to get over this hump. And with 13 seconds left, it felt like Mahomes, like it was going to be a passing of the torch for a season. You know what I mean? And if, this, if the next dude up and Josh Allen, in my mind, Mahomes said, no, 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 not today. I'm still on top. I don't see the fifth dude in line taking him down today. I feel that. I feel that. I, I just look at Joe Burrow over Josh Allen, honestly. Like in my like wow. I really do. I, I think he's a better quarterback. Josh Allen brings a nice dual thread. I get it. It's it's nice. He played his wow. ass off last week. There's just something about Joe Burrow, man. And it's it's that killer. But I, I get what you're saying. It's I get what this. It is. It's the swag. It's the it's the confidence. It's the you know what he's changed in Cincinnati. But to be fair to Josh Allen, he's done the same exact thing in Buffalo. So um, it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting. Hell yeah. But I guess I should uh, give you my keys and then I'll give you my score. My prediction. So keys for Bengals today, obviously protect Joe Burrow. Nine sacks versus Tennessee last week. That cannot happen again against Kansas City Chiefs or it will be a long day for him. Um, obviously I, I said earlier, get at least two turnovers. I think that's what it would be in order to change the tide of this game. Obviously the chiefs are favorites for a reason like that. That is the case here. So the Bengals have to do some things in order to change that. 
Um, they had three interceptions against Tennessee. They had an interception and a fumble recovery against Las Vegas. So they've been able to do it in both the games so far. Um, like I said earlier, a little bit of Jonathan Gannon scheme, but I think it works better with the Bengals just because they got better talent. Um, no big plays. You can't give up the that slant route to Tyreek Hill. That cannot happen. Um, those seam plays to Travis Kelsey, you got to keep him contained. Um, and trust the red zone defense. That plays a part in that as well as, uh, you know, no big plays. They've been very good in the red zone, forcing teams to take field goals. Um, and then, obviously, let Mixon eat. Um, that, that's the difference between the Bills and the Bengals, in my opinion, is the fact that they do have a running back that is good. They have a, a top 10 running back on the in their backfield. And uh, hopefully he can eat and they let him get at it, take a little bit of time of possession from Patrick Mahomes. I got the Bengals 35 to 31. Uh, so similar score to the Bills and the and the Chiefs going into overtime last week when Patrick Mahomes uh, was able to score within 13 seconds. Um, I just have the Bengals not making that mishap. They're going to squib kick it. Um, they have a pretty good kicker, so they, they're not too dumb there. But 35-31, uh, I got Bengals. And I'll live with it. I'll die on that hill, man. <laughs> I respect it. Listen, man, I respect that you are you are fighting off everybody that's coming up this hill right now. <laughs> I uh, get it, man. I get it. The Chiefs are the Chiefs are the Chiefs, man. And if they if they do win this year, obviously they deserve it. And they're one of the best cores that we've ever seen in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest, hundred percent. But um, listen, I'll lay. I'll I'll say the same. I'll follow you up. If the Bengals are going to be successful today, they have to get Joe Mixon involved. They have to find ways like you You could argue that, you know, the way Josh Allen played maybe the greatest quarterback game I've ever yeah. one of the greatest quarterback games I've ever seen. But you're not going to outdo Mahomes like that. Yeah. If you can keep Mahomes on the sideline, if you can manage the clock a little bit more, maybe that's the way to go. So I think Joe Mixon is a huge key here. It, Joe Mixon's definitely a way to alleviate pressure on Joe Barrow, not get him hit and touch so many times in the yeah. pocket. Um, and then turn and then winning the turnover battle. And I don't just mean by like one, I mean, turning Patrick Mahomes and the chiefs over two or three times and you playing a clean game and coming away with six points every time you turn them over. I think that's a huge key. Um, I just, I like the chiefs in this one. I think that the chiefs cover, um, I'm not saying, you know, when I, when I said, I think they smack them, I, I don't mean the whole game. I think it, it is would be a smack. Be a, I mean, covering would be a smack to the Bengals. But though, I think by the final team. score, we're looking at like a 12, a 10 to 13 point win, a 10 to 14 point type of win here. Um, and, and I like the Chiefs. I think Mahomes, we doubted him for far too long this season. And there was there, there was reason there. He, he you know, the, the crazy no look passes weren't happening. He was turning and he was, you know, turning the ball over at, at an insane clip. They were losing games. But that, but that uh, team, that Mahomes is long gone. That defense, that Chiefs defense, yeah. that was absolutely horrid earlier in the year. That defense is gone. They're a different unit. They're at home. I just don't think it's Barrow and you. You think it's Barrow and the Bengals' time? I don't think that time is today in Arrowhead. I think a year or two from now, sure. Um, I like the Chiefs to win. I like the Chiefs to cover. Now we get to have some fun with the parlays, though. Because I do expect and hope for offense. And, Scotty, I'm not going to lie to you. As of right now, I have three parlays in for this game. Okay. Let me get mine pulled up here. If you want to go so, over yours first, so I'll, I'll get mine pulled up while you're doing that. So I have an uh, just a three-leg uh, anytime touchdown score one. I have the Chiefs um, with Travis Kelsey and Jarek McKinnon scoring. 
And then Tyler Boyd scoring for the Bengals. 25 pays out 300. It's plus 1,100 odds. Then I have a four-leg uh, same-game parlay. I had Jamar Chase and McCole Hardman finding the end zone. I have T. Higgins for 50-plus receiving yards and Tyree Kill for 75-plus receiving yards. 25 pays 444. And then I have an eight-leg parlay. Joe Barrow and Patrick Mahomes each to throw for 250-plus. Joe Mixon the rush for two, for 50 plus. Kelsey and Hill to uh receive for 50 plus each. Jamar Chase 75 plus receiving. Hill and Mixon anytime touchdown scores plus 1150 pays out $600. I like them. I like I, I love the uh, I love the one that we're kind of matching on which I'll I'll go ahead and read mine to you as well. I got I got two parlays in on this game, and then obviously I have just some money line stuff going on. Right. Um, so the first one I have Jamar Chase touchdown, Joe Burrow 250 plus, I have Patrick Mahomes 250 plus, Joe Mixon 40 plus rushing yards, Jamar Chase 50 plus receiving yards, and Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown, which, com- which comes out to. 1162 so plus 1162 um we got this one is like this one is my the Bengals are winning this shit and going to the super bowl like this is this is my Bengals are winning parlay um so i have cincinnati Bengals money line i have jamar chase touchdown because i i'm not gonna lie to you i think jamar chase is gonna go off today i think he's gonna have one of those games again um, Patrick Mahomes, 250-plus. I have Joe Burrow, 225-plus on this one. I have T. Higgins, 40-plus receiving yards. Joe Mixon, 40-plus rushing yards. I have Tyreek Hill, 40-plus receiving yards. Travis Kelsey, 40-plus receiving yards. And I have C.J. Uzoma, 25-plus receiving yards. And that is at plus 2,017. So wow. little, little, you know, yardage things in there. There's a lot of little yardage. And then I just have the uh, the one anytime touchdown with the Bengals winning, which is what makes those odds great. But whew, we're going to see, man. It's 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 a big day we for money for offense. sure. I, and I, I think I can win some of these without the Bengals winning. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of excited about that as well. I kind of got like situations where even if they lose, I can still win. So right. that's always good to cover your back that way. But. It should be a fun day of football, man. I'm excited. That's what I did. Like, not all – obviously, I'm not hitting all three. I'm shooting for one. Right. I don't like to double up on any on-touchdown scores. The chase because, is a risk. Because if one bites you, you're done in all of them, right? Which so, Jamar Chase did bite me last week, so yeah. I'm riding it again. So, like, in, like I said, in the one, I have, like, Chase and Hill. In another – I have Hardman and Mixon, and another I have like Kelsey McKinnon and Boyd. So, now obviously not seven different players, and I'm going to hit all of them right on the head to win right. all three. But if you know, if At one of them, one, one of them, them can yeah. hit, it's well worth it um, to try to. It just it sucks that. when you have like two on each, and yep. then like one on each hits. Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like you just don't all the time, right. happens, happens all too day, often. Bro. Too often. All right, let's, let's move on the to the final way. game of championship weekend. Um, which I wish I wish these games were flipped. I do too. I, I know it's normally AFC in the afternoon, NFC in the in the later slate, but I wish that they looked at the matchups and decided that way, right? Like I, yeah. but it, it's going to be a good matchup nonetheless. Don't get me wrong. Uh, the NFC West battle of the 49ers and Rams. 
Um, but obviously, I think the Chiefs and Bengals are the headliner here. I wish that was the 640 game. But we're looking at Matt Stafford versus porn star Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. We're looking at Kyle Shanahan versus Sean McVay. We're looking at what is it now for the Niners? Six in a row versus the Rams. Obviously, 2-0 and on the season against them. The Rams, McVay, cannot find a way to end that streak. Let's talk about it, bro. I, I, I know how you're feeling, and I yeah. love it because I think <laughs> – all the public's money is going on San Fran. Yeah, I think it's like the it's like the easy because they are still underdogs technically. Yeah, it's like the easy odds, right? Like they've yeah. beat this team six times in a row. Like I, I think it's easy to pick them as like an underdog in this game. Right. My reasons for picking the 49ers in this game are just based off of what we've seen this season. So like. Obviously, I, I picked the Rams at the beginning of the season to go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you ask yeah. yourself, what have we seen from the Rams that makes me think otherwise from thinking that in the beginning? You know what you, I mean? Wait, can I cut you off for one second? Yeah. You know what I hate about, like, trying to talk about this stuff? Is when you second is when you second guess yourself. If you and I both liked L.A. in the beginning of the season, before some of the trade deadline acquisitions, and we get to playoff time, and you, sec- you overthink it. You second guess yeah. it. The Rams are in the playoffs, and I don't pick them to get to the Super Bowl. I, I roll with Green Bay. Green Bay gets bounced their first game, and San Fran's one went away, or, or LA's one went away from getting there. And it's like, it, dummy, you picked it in August. Why didn't you just stick with Let's it? Stick with it. No, you're you're right. I think that's that's kind of what I, I think. I, I think we talked about this a little bit, like us learning as we keep you know doing this, making predictions. You know, obviously speaking to the public about our thoughts on football, like. It's just adjustments and, you know, trusting your gut in a sense. Like, don't fall in line. Don't, you know, go right. with the public's opinion. Like, I, I get what you're saying. That's kind of what it is. It's like trusting your initial instinct. There's going to be a lot of up and ups and downs throughout an NBA season, NFL season, MLB season. There's still a chance, you know, most of the time, especially right. a team like the Rams, where they're going to fulfill what you thought they would. And they very well might. This game, I'm a little less sure of. Which is crazy to say, right? I'm a little less sure of this game when I pick the 49ers than I am when I pick the Bengals. Um, and it is because of probably what you're – and I don't, I'm don't. i not going to steal like your thunder there, but the Rams are due to beat the 49ers. <laughs> like, it's been long enough, right? Um, but I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you why I'm picking the 49ers in this game. And it's because the 49ers' identity – they're they're able to keep games close like that's just who they are like every single I don't remember a game in this season where the 49ers lost by like two possessions because they their defense keeps them in games the running game keeps them in games and what it's going to come down to as it always does is Jimmy G turning the ball over but after what I saw them do to Aaron Rodgers the MVP you know, quote unquote, obviously Tom Brady, whoever else is in that conversation, but Aaron Rodgers and that MVP, that offense, Devontae Adams, all those weapons that he used all season, the running game, they put up what, 10 points? Not even 13. 49ers put up 13 points. The the Packers put up 10 points against this defense, which is incomprehensible, I, I feel like. You know, Aaron Rodgers didn't have some terrible game um, he didn't, you know, throw a bunch of interceptions. He didn't turn the ball over. They still lost the game. Obviously, the special teams won that game for San Francisco, the special teams and defense. But that's kind of what I'm getting at here is they play so physical. They play smart. They don't kill the, They don't shoot themselves in the foot. 
and they just find ways to win, similar to the Bengals in that sense. But I don't know. I I do I do see this the the side where the Rams could get the W. I do, but I, I think that the San Francisco 49ers, that physicality, I think it's just something in their nature. And there's a reason that the Rams haven't been able to beat the 49ers with Jared Goff, with Matthew Stafford, with Sean McVay, right? Sean McVay. And he almost did it last weekend, you know, putting Cam Akers out there after he already fumbled, goes out there, fumbles a second time, go out there. You're not running. You're like running the football almost too much. You're not allowing Stafford to keep his rhythm out there. If he comes out and he does some shit like this against the 49ers, we saw it in the last week of the season, that collapse that the Rams had against the 49ers. And you have to ask yourself, can that happen again? Like, can it happen again, for God's sakes? And I think it can, man. I think it's in McVay's nature. I don't even think it's a Stafford thing. I don't think it's a it's a Cooper Cup or an Aaron Donald thing or a Von Miller or Jalen Ramsey thing. I think it's a McVay thing, and I think he's going to – find a way to lose them this game against the 49ers. I think he crumbles to the pressure against Kyle Shanahan. And it's weird to me. It's weird to me in that sense, but we'll, we'll see if the Rams can get over that hump. All right. I don't get to say this often. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let me tell you why you're wrong. No. Um, I hear you. Very valid. You think Sean McVay can cost the game for the Rams? I know Jimmy Garoppolo can cost the game for the 49ers. I think Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers cough up the football a couple times today. Um, listen, you, you named everybody, right? Stafford, Cup, Akers, Miller, OBJ, Ramsey, Donald, right? Yes, the Rams have not been able to beat the 49ers. Six straight, I believe it's up to. That's regular season football. Chips are down at home. Win and get to the Super Bowl, the better team is going to win today. I know that's not always the case. The Packers are a better team than this 49ers team. Did they win? No, they didn't. But that doesn't happen a lot in playoff football. And and don't get like I know the Niners are are technically hot. I get they beat the Cowboys and now they beat the Packers, but I I don't view them as like this hot streaky team. I feel yeah, like the Bengals. I don't, I don't view them the like Bengals that are hot in my opinion, right? Yeah. Like, I know the 49ers have won a couple impressive games, but I don't view them as this hot team on a tip. They found ways to win games in these grinded out, you know, tough kind of games. I don't, I don't see that today. I think the playmakers for LA make plays. If there's a Stafford, the one thing Stafford cannot do today is turn the ball over. Yeah. Stafford has to play a clean game today, win the turnover battle, because I promise you, Jimmy G is turning the ball over today. Find a way to just play within yourself, make the big plays when they're there. Cooper Cup's going to be there when you need him. OBJ, find a way to get him involved. And and Sean McVay, listen, I know Cam Akers is back. I know he's the best running back you got. But you have two other willing and capable running backs yep. in Sony Michelle and Daryl Henderson, and more so Sony Michelle right now, who carried the load for you down the part regular season. And you, you gave him one carry last week? That doesn't make sense to me, man. Like, like use these guys in different ways. Use them out of the backfield in the screen game, pass protection. Do whatever you got to do to throw different looks at this 49ers defense because they're going. That's the one thing that will show up today. San Fran's defense will show up today. Stafford's yeah. got to find a way to outlast them. And I think if you can get to, into the third quarter, into the fourth quarter, then I think you can start to open things up. And I think the Rams will win today. Um, 
you know, it's funny. We had a conversation earlier in the week about is Matt Stafford a Hall of Famer? Can they beat the 49ers? Yada, yada, yada. This is a game I argued for him. Now, I only argued for him if he finds a way to win a Super Bowl. So, today is step one of that process. Show me why, prove me right, why I think you can be a a future Hall of Famer. Go out and beat this team that your coach and your organization has failed to beat in the last six attempts. It's a division rival. You're at home. I know there's a lot of jokes going around that this is going to be a 49er home game. Don't listen to it, dude. Like, you're at home. This is your home turf. Go out and show them why. Ball out. Like, the Rams went out there, and they we talked about buying a ring earlier with Tampa Bay. This is what the Rams did this year. They th- Dude, they don't have a first-round draft pick for I don't know how long, right? This is why you went out and got Von Miller. This is why you acquired Odell Beckham Jr. This is why you brought Matt Stafford in in the offseason for this game right here. It wasn't just to get to this point. It was for this game right here and a game in two weeks. And I think they show up. I think the big-time playmakers for the Rams show up today. Uh, Not only do I think the Rams win, again, I think it's another cover. I know last week was heavily uh, underdogs and road teams. I think it's the polar opposite this week. I think it's the favorites and home dogs that win today. And I think overall, I think the two best teams meet each other in the Super Bowl and the Chiefs and Rams in two weeks. Yeah, and, you know, I, I can't argue with any of that. I, I think what you said about the Rams especially is is all true. Like, it, if they lose this game, it's going to bring a lot of question marks, right? Like, the world's going to be flipped upside down because you brought in Matthew Stafford this season, and he's supposed to be an upgrade. He's right. supposed to upgrade your offense to get you to the Super Bowl. You were an NFC Championship second-round team with Jared Goff, which in one season, obviously, Todd Gurley was playing out of his mind. They went to the Super Bowl. This team should be better with Matthew Stafford. They should win this game. My thing is, once again, just going back to the 49ers, it's something. It's because they're playing the 49ers, you know? Like, that's what it is for me. And the Rams and 49ers reminds me, like, the Rams, like, this pretty boy, you know, fashion, L.A., like, content creator, influencer, gets into a fight with a dude that came from the, you know, he's done well for himself. He had to work for everything he got. Didn't go out and buy like a bunch of players. Didn't go out and buy all these clothes. He hustled in the streets. He had to work for what he's got. He kind of got the, you know, the underground knowledge, the underground skill. And they get in a fight, right? And who you think is going to win that fight? And I, and I just think, you know, the San Francisco 49ers, they're physical, they're dirty, they're grimy. And, and I think that, the LA Rams are like this, these pretty boys. They can't get physical. It's like whenever Aaron Donald plays anybody but the 49ers, he's the he's the dirtiest, he's the best guy on defense. But when he plays the 49ers, they match him with that physicality and that energy. And um, that's that's kind of where I'm at with this game. And and it, it, will, it will be great to see the Rams prove me wrong in that sense and prove that they're not soft is what I'm getting at. That's what I'm basically saying about the Rams right now. This is all about Matt Stafford. The, the, like you said, not you, have those pick sixes, man. You That's brought him here for a reason, and I want to see Matt Stafford, you know, prove me right in this instance. Like a lot of people get on Matt Stafford and hate on Matt Stafford, and I don't get it. And, and, I, and I think he's one of the greater talents that I've seen growing up personally, as far yeah. as just throwing the football. Obviously, there's not a lot of winning there, as you mentioned before. He, he played in with the Lions. I mean, what do you want him to do? But 
this dude is finally starting to get a taste of playoff football, of championship football. Um, and I think in those biggest moments, the biggest superstars come out to play. That's I think fair. Cooper Cup's going for over 100 today. I think that Stafford might throw for over 300 today. Um, and I, th- I really believe he's going to ball out. Um, but like you said, and like I said earlier, for him to do so, he cannot turn the ball over. He can't. You can't have any of yeah. these wild, you know, try to force the ball down the field type of plays, tight windows, off-balance throws off your back foot. No, make take the plays that are there for you early on, and I promise you, as the game develops, you're going to find Cooper Cup. You're going to find Van Jefferson. You're going to find OBJ streaking down the field and taking the lid off of the defense. Um, I, I do. I, I like the Rams today, Scotty, and I love it. Like, I like being the per- – I hate – I know a lot of people do because there's the jinx of the national, like when they all pick the same team to win mm-hmm. and there's the jinx, right? But I oh, – like growing up, I loved as an e- when that was against the Eagles, even before this became like a social media jinx, right, and betting yeah. jinx. I loved it. And today I'm just looking. I haven't looked at where all the money's going, but just seeing social media, talking in the DSM chat, I know where 85% – of the public's money is going. And I promise you it's going on that streak. All streaks come to an end. And I think today is the day that that streak comes to an end. I like Stafford. I like the Rams and I like them to cover. Shall we get to our parlays before we wrap this up? Uh, One, one last question for you. I wanted to ask, who do you, who do you think has like a better defense out of these two teams? Because they both got pretty solid, like pretty, like really not pretty. The Rams have more playmakers. Yeah, the Niners' scheme matched with Nick Bosa and and healthy Fred Warner, and they've got playmakers too. I know. I think the Rams' secondary is better. Secondary, that's where they have the advantage. I think. And I think that's where you're going to have to win this game because, like I said, I, I, and that's where I think Scott, like I said, dude, in the regular season, you can find a way to establish the run and run the ball down the Rams, whatever you got to do to win a game. Yeah. A game like today, you have the better quarterback against the weaker secondary, and you have the second quarterback who <laughs> might like to turn the ball over playing the better secondary of the two today. I think that's where the game's won. Like I said, I think he's real clutch. Though, man. It over. What's up? You get to the fourth quarter, Jimmy G turns it on. That's fine. Not today. <laughs> not today. I firmly believe not today. <laughs> it's it's going to be interesting, man. I, I definitely – like, if the Rams do win, I could see it in a statement win, like you say. Like, really breaking through, like, that mental block of it, breaking through and, and really turning that streak around. But if it's a close game, I, I do think it goes 49ers way. All right, let's get to our parlays for this Niners-Rams game. Obviously, a lot of time to get these in before it starts, but this is the first one I drew up. I'm going to have a couple in, but this one, this one's a long shot, Scotty. It's the one I read to you before we started here. Yeah. It's a long shot, but it just seems so nice. Now, and I want to preface this by saying, like, we give these out and people want to tell, they can tell. Um but you can really throw in any touchdown scores you'd want to in here, and it'll probably come out the same odds, if not better. So right. what I have is th- I have the Rams money line. I have OBJ anytime touchdown, as well as George Kittle anytime touchdown. I have Matt Stafford over one and a half passing touchdowns. George Kittle 25 plus receiving yards. 
Cooper Cup, 75-plus receiving yards, and Jimmy G under 230-and-a-half passing today. I do not like taking unders, but in this sense, in this instance, I will hop all over. And like I said, so these odds, by the way, come out to plus 3,300. You can really put in any touchdown scores you'd like, and it'll be around the same, if not better. I'm going with OBJ and Kittle. Um, Cooper Cup would probably lower the odds a little bit because obviously he's probably got the best odds to score today, but not, you know, it'd still be a very, very nice payday. Yeah, 100%. And I, I do like that one. I may I may honestly go throw that in if you could shoot that over to I honestly may go throw that in after the show, honestly. Let me send this I, to you, brother. Because I, I only have like one or two in for the Rams game, so I do need one more in there. I haven't so put any good. in for that game yet. But By the, the way, I also do, if you parlay, obviously you're the opposite, so your odds will be better since you're the underdogs. But if you do like the favorites as I do today, if you parlay the, the uh, Rams and Chiefs money line, it's plus 100. I probably won't do it with that one, honestly. <laughs> I won't lie to you. That that one's the one I'm really, really unsure of. Um, and it's the one I'm not willing to die with, I guess you could say. I'm yeah. willing to die with the, the Bengals. <laughs> I'm not willing to die with the, the 49ers. But, uh... <laughs> I threw two bills on. So I'm on <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at that, that Rams game. The only thing I may go, if I do slide yours in, I may go against the Kittle touchdown since I already got one in. But mine is looking oh, like – that's fair. Mine's looking like uh, Kittle anytime touchdown. I got Cup anytime touchdown. Like you said, it does lower the odds. I got Stafford 225 plus. I got Debo 40 plus receiving yards. And I got Kittle 40 plus receiving yards. And that comes out to plus 1018. Semi, that's very nice too, dude. Like, mm. the only one is uh, the only thing I, I may, and it's probably what I'll do when I put yours in, is go with Kittle at 25 rather than 40. Yeah. That's that may be the only one that I go with, uh, like against that, but yeah, it, it's a lot, it's hard, man. <laughs> it's hard, like choosing which one you want because they all sound really good, especially when we've been like betting on the Sixers lately with Embiid, where it's all just disgusting and I don't want to touch it. But <laughs> that's it, the that's the thing about championship weekend where we're at in the NFL season, these are the best times to bet. You know, obviously, you can go money line if you want. If you want to go in these games, these are all going to be tight matchups. These are the best of the best yeah. teams. But as far as the talent on the field, you look at each game, and you're going to tell me that the Chiefs aren't going to come out and try to go to Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. You're going to use your guns today, and and that's what I love about the uh, NFL playoffs is you do see the the guys that are supposed to go off generally do go off in the games, regardless of the win or loss result. Um, and we should see that in there today, but I do love the, um, what was the one that I loved? Oh, who did you say? I love the McCole Hardman uh, touchdown. I do love that one. If he could break one oh, big against that'll the boost your odds, brother. Yeah. I like that one a lot. So, all right, Scott, listen, man, we, Woo! we found day, a man. way, <laughs> we found a way to go for an hour. We, Always. we somehow did it. We said, oh, that, you know, this one will be a little shorter, probably like 40, 45 sure. minutes. Yeah, sure. Nope, here we are 10 seconds away from being on for an hour. Uh, but thank you to everyone who tuned in. Thank you for everyone who commented today. And thank you for everyone that's going to watch this replay. Um, hopefully you, hopefully our parlays hit. If you do decide to tell well, them, right. I want to suggest telling them, but they are, they're, they're fun. They're long shots. We throw, you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't suggest throwing a ton of money on a plus 3300 parlay eight leg right. parlay okay? right but you get my point they're we got winnings 
we got winnings yeah. to spend from the week, especially yeah. Dylan. <laughs> but That's I know right. I've, I've been on a, on a little bit of a hot streak lately That's with mine. So I've had a little bit of uh, This one's interesting, man. Ringo is interesting. That's my my issue there is he's been scoring a ton. And at a certain yeah. point, is he is he gonna continue it? Like is Byron Pringle gonna continue and that's, to score? And that's one that can like kill you. you yeah, know you know how mad I would be if I chose Pringle over Hardman now and that Hardman scored and Pringle didn't. Like never go against your initial thought yeah. too. That's that's a great point that you just 100%. said there with Hardman. Go with your gut yeah. always. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for this Championship Sunday edition of Turf Talk. As always, we are brought to you live through DSM Media. So check us out at DSM underscore media on Twitter. Again, our link is in our bio to every social media platform we're on. Go check us out on TikTok as well at DSM Media. As we have recently brought on Kata Hot. I still can't say his name without uh, letting out a little laugh there. But we did bring on my main man, Kata Hot. <laughs> uh, to help us out with the Twitter page and join DSM Media and come on pop on some shows. He's bringing you guys content live from the Wells Fargo Center a ton. Dude goes to more games than I've seen anybody be at, yeah. maybe besides the Philly sports guy. But Katahad is always down there, so check him out as well on TikTok and Twitter. He's the newest member of Team DSM. And, of course, we are also presented by our friends over at Manscaped. Head on over to manscaped.com and use our promo code DSM for your order. You get 20% off and free shipping. Again, that's code DSM, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with your order for myself, for Scotty. Enjoy this championship Sunday for football. Next week, the Pro Bowl. Who cares? And then obviously we'll be back, you know, over the next two weeks, leading you into some Super Bowl talk um, and whatever else we decide to uh to get into. But Scotty, have a great Sunday, my man. You as have well, a dude. nice day everybody peace everybody <laughs>